0: Hello, welcome to the Age Sigmar Stat Center. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by everyone here in the chat because every Monday at 11 a.m. GMT, I go through the event results from around the world. I go through the event results from around the world, I look at the different lists, the different armies, where the players are playing, who the players are, what they're wearing, are they Crocs, and why aren't they Crocs, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, We've got a couple of fun events uh, coming up to look at some singles events, and there were two large team events this weekend, but because the data from those large team events aren't really uh, available, we're not going to be covering them in any particular detail, Uh, but it's been really fun that they've been happening, and I hope everyone who went had a great time. Right, let's get on with all of the lists. Okay so our first event of 2023 now obviously the GHB is leaked and so all of these events are still going to be using old GHB in fact there's probably still going to be several weeks on the Age of Sigma stats center where we get old GHB results as opposed to new GHB results so we will try to identify them and the I know that the stats are going to update those properly as well when we get around to them Anyway, our first one is the Socal Masters. Now the Socal Masters um, is kind of like a culmination of the kind of events that have happened around the there with players that have done really well playing in the Masters series. There were 10 players playing uh, and this was the South uh, yeah, this was Socal Masters. Importantly it was run by Gareth Thomas, who's also going to be running LVO and it was held here now, for podcast listeners, you can't know what you're looking at, so I'll tell you. This is the Hot Tub Mission Valley Spars. So it was held in a Hot Tub venue. Hot Tubs and Warhammer. And I don't know what you're asking yourself, Rob, maybe I want to do some Kung Fu as well. Well, there's Kung Fu next door. And then there's also a hair salon. So, what a great location. Very much better than a school in England near a Greg's. Which is our traditional place. The list that did well were the, uh, well, the person who did well, sorry, how dare I, was the Nuge. Matt the Nuge. Uh, so, and fans of the Nuge, so he came first and he is the official SoCal master. And he was running Beast of Chaos. He had a Dragon Ogre Shagoth, a Zangor Shaman, Grashrak Felhuth, two lots of 10 and then the important parts in the list are thirties Zangor, and then two units of six Zangor Enlightened on Disk of Zinch, Grass Ratchet just Spoilers, uh, and then a Wildfire Taurus and Ravening Diaflock. I would argue that this is the list that you probably will see to take out LVO. Now, not guaranteed, depends who's running, lists similar to this, but I think this list has got the legs to potentially win the event. It's one of the three or four lists I would pick to, to win the biggest HZMAR event that we'll probably have this year. Um... But it because it's just amazingly good. Thirty Zangor are two wounds each, so it's sixty wounds. Okay. If you have got them all with a pair of savage blades, um, and because it's still the old mission pack, you get to fight in two ranks, then that means just if you get twenty to fight, you're going to be doing a hundred attacks. Hundred attacks, which can be uh which can be twos and threes. Uh, which is pretty amazing, and then obviously in Beast of Chaos, because the additional rend, you can at one point be able to rend two, which is just nuts. Uh, and then you've got the two lots of Zangor Enlightened on disc, which move 16 inches, but if they're a shaman, they're going to move 19 inches. Uh, and again, they're incredibly good in a fight. They turn off command abilities and an aura, and because of Beast of Chaos, you get to do the additional rend. But I'm not finished because they also have got Rally on a four plus, so you can kill. 45, well, that doesn't make sense for the math. If you can kill 50 wounds of Zangor and you can get 25 of those wounds back, although technically it'd be 24 because it's it's even numbers, but like you get half of that model back. It's just nuts. Like I'm surprised this list hasn't been doing super well, like, like 70% win rates all the time because it's just so effective. Now, things like Horogast are quite good into this list because you're going to need to shut down... Inspiring presence on those Angor to make it so that they can't inspire and presence them, then rally them. Same thing on the Elite in their own Bravery Six. So you could lose a few and then make them run away. Um, but yeah, just some really, really good stuff in this list. Uh, Wildfire Taurus making people strike last um, is a really fun little trick as well. So everyone gets to strike before them. It's just a great list. And on top of that, you've got all of the summoning. All of the summoning. Now, we know the new Beast of Chaos book is soon, and all of this will probably go away because this is absolutely juiced. This is pure natty. This is liver for lunch, breakfast, and dinner. Yeah, this is so much power, so much raw meat available uh, via this list that um, I'm surprised it hasn't been like at a 70% win rate. I would say that this list is comfortably one of the strongest lists in the game, and maybe it's got like just a really tough matchup being paired into like the Lumina Techless Castle. That's probably the other problem. Not even sure the Lumina Techless Castle can do enough damage. Probably probably because utility spells so well done to the nuge um for doing really well at this event he should be super proud of himself um uh, and there were some other people that did well at the event obviously um but he was the only person who went 5-0 gregory brewer went 3-2 evan markham um went 3-2 as well and uh, no uh went 3-2 but we're not going to look through this list because again it's all ghb and it's other stuff so i want to make sure we shout out people who are doing really well well done to the nuge our next event is the Warpfire New Year Knockout 2023, and it was won by Vinny Verga. Vinny Verga. There are 20 players playing at uh, here. Uh, for the podcast listeners, I'll try to describe it. It looks like the shed uh, that they would find in a serial killer documentary um, is inside of uh, a rural Florida based town. Um, and I think that that's a really fair description. I think that's a super fair description, um, uh, but they also have copious amounts of propane if you are in the market for buying lots of propane. Anyway, the event was won, as I uh, mentioned previously, by the player uh, Vinnie Verga, and he was running Beast of Chaos as well, a double Beast of Chaos weekend. Right? Uh, he had Belakor, a Dragon Luger Shagoth, and a Great Brace Shaman. And then he had two lots of, uh, sorry, three lots of 10 gore and two lots of six dragon ogres. He also had the herds, uh, sorry, he had the cockatrice, 10 chaos warhounds, and then six bore gore. He had expert conquerors and bounty hunters. His dragon ogres were bounty hunters, and his gore were expert conquerors. So this is kind of very different to the other lists that we saw. And I, I'd like to mention Belacore, if I could, for a minute. Belacore. Is easily one of the best allies or units in Age of Sigmar at the minute. If you're running Chaos, I would argue that Belakor should probably be the first thing in your list, and then you take Belakor out as you try to justify whether or not you think it should be in there. Um, and my the reason for that is is just because Belakor has the ability to shut down an opponent's large, powerful piece. Um, it could be Techless and all of the casting that's done by Techless. Kairos is another example. Archeon, if Archion's floating around. There's some... Um, Really good pieces in Age of Sigmar right now, which uh, Marathi's another good example, which really, really uptick the power level of some armies. And Belakor just shuts that down really, really effectively. He's a good enough monster um, for doing fighting and also uh, is a two-cast wizard. I think is incredibly competitively priced as a unit, and i would put Bellacor in most of my chaos list if I was running... Um, uh, chaos, like if I was running a Chaos Army, like if if it, if it can be allied in, I would argue that there's no reason not to do that. Um, then Dragon Ogre Shagoths are great, obviously, because they're doing that monstrous action uh, to do more summoning, and then you're just getting a lot of summoning in this list as well. The Dragon Ogres are very, very cheap, especially with that Fort Rally, and even six Dragon Ogres is 30 wounds for 290 points, and they're okay in a fight. They're genuinely not too bad. And the six Bulgore are actually incredibly powerful if they get to swing now they're not that good about being hit so they're not an attrition army but sorry an attrition unit but if you do hit them like it, like so if they hit you then they've got massive range, huge damage just wildly powerful, those Bulgore. So just super powerful and r- really good. Lovely list, really fun to see. And again, uh, the the dying stages of uh, Beast of Chaos relevance, uh, thanks to their old book with a new booking coming. Looking at the two 4-1s, we've got Kevin Page and we got Joshua Sasso. Sean Todd also went 4-1, but he didn't submit his list, so we're not able to look at it. Kevin Page was running a Fire Slayers list, and honestly, I think Fire Slayers are looking incredibly good in the new GHB. We've got an Auric Father, an Auric Rune Master, and a Rune Lord, and then we've got three Magmadroths, um, sorry, Rune Sons on Magmadroth, and they are in Bounty Hunters. And then we've got uh, five Hearthguard Berserkers and ten Hearthguard Berserkers, and then the Firewall and the Inferno for that easy Grand Strat, and then five Auric Hearthguard. Now, I think Fire is looking very good in the new GHB. Being able to use Galician uh, champions a little bit more, uh, especially being able to use the command ability for plus one attack on their melee weapons might be a pretty good thing for them. I think they're one of the few armies that will be able to utilize the command entourage... Um, uh, Battalion, or the Glecian, sorry, the Glecian Command Battalion, which is the new one from the new GHB, because you'll be able to have the characters that can survive next to units that can survive so that they can kind of strike in the hero phase, which I think could be really strong for them as well, especially if they're a strong fighting unit. So I think ultimately, ultimately, uh, this is looking very good for Fire Slayers, the new GHB. Uh, then our other 4-1 list is a slaves to Darkness list. Um, it, however, Slaves to Darkness isn't updated yet on any of the uh, ways to build them, War Scroll Builder or the Games Workshop app, and therefore it was written out, and it's quite funny Like watching it written out. There's two lots of three Varangard, there's ten Chosen, ten Warriors, uh, a a Sorcerer Lord, ten Warriors, um, and this looks like it's the old book. It's New Slaves to Darkness, because they've got the Nurgle banner, but it's still old GHB, obviously. Um, uh, so, not much to talk about there right now. I can't wait to see some of the new the Sage of darkness is in a weird place because the book currently isn't out yet and so not it's not like in use but sometimes it's in use and then he's still playing the old ghb and not playing the anyway whatever um it's there you go someone went for one congratulations to them our next event is in Sweden, and unfortunately, we don't know what venue it was being held at, so no fun pictures. Uh, but they had 22 players playing again, still at the old GHB, um, and uh, yeah, 22 players. And Swedish events are very good, very powerful, uh, really good, really good player base, really strong, active player base. Uh, one of my good friends, Jesper Melenda. Uh, last time I saw Jesper, we were in a hot tub together. Uh, <laughs> won the event. Uh, he runs Asylum War Gaming, which is just outside of Stockholm. He's running Soul Black Grave Lords, and he has. Legion of Blood and he had Manfred a Necromancer and a Vampire Lord 10 Black Knights 40 Dead Walker Zombies 2 Lots of 10 Direwolves 20 Graveguard 20 Graveguard a Corpse Cart with the unholy Lodestone and he obviously had the uh, the Battalions the Expert Conquerors and Bounty Hunters so, um, like, lots to talk about there, but specifically it's all the extra attacks that you can stack on top of the piling and attack twice Graveguard. Obviously, the Necromancer is going to do that, and Necromancer is going to be one of those really, really good Galician champions in the next GHB because they do a couple of things. Number one, they're a force multiplier for an army that no longer suffers from having bounty hunters into them, so that's the piling and attack twice coming from the Necromancer. Also, they're able to pass wounds off to the Dire Wolves um, or even the zombies, uh, if they want to. So then they're also going to be more survivable, um, which is good, than your regular Galician champion. So they're also going to be good for doing battle tactics and also going to be good for doing uh, like mission-based stuff, which is kind of interesting. Um, Black Knights are a great screen, if that's what you're trying to do. And then you've got Graveguard, which are really great in a fight, and then also zombies that are really great in a fight as well. So just a super strong list. Uh, in the current version of the game, I would say a little bit weaker, in the current version of the game uh, because of Bounty Hunters but obviously Jesper did well no one was able to go 5 out at this event so he was in the top 4-1 uh then Christian Venberg uh, took Daughters of Cain and he had Marathi and the Bow Snakes uh, with two fighty snakes and then two units of Heart Heartrenders. Uh, again, I'm going to do a, uh, a deep dive on Marathi and the Bow Snakes because I know I keep mentioning it on these shows, so you can check that out. So coming soon will be a list uh, kind of review so you can understand exactly how it works, um, but effectively the, the Bow Snakes shoot twice. That's that simple, and Marathi kill stuff. Simon Wetherall was running Nighthorn and Scarlet Doom. He has a Krugax Cruciator and Spirit Torment, then two lots of 20 guys Revenants. Inside the Scarlet Doom um, sub-faction, when they charge in, you roll dice for each model that's in the unit, on a five plus to take a mortal wound. Um, so that's gonna be 20 dice, any five ups are immortal. Don't forget these guys got Retreat and Charge, so you're gonna be able to ch- charge in, do that, retreat out fight again. Spirit Torment returning three of those models at the end of every combat phase. And the Cruel Gas Cruciator has like an aura of minus one damage reduction, so it kind of fights like a castle. Then another unit of two units of Blade Ice Revenants, uh, two units of Chain Rasps, two units of five Hex Wraiths, and three Spirit Hosts. So the Spirit Hosts is obviously going to bodyguard the characters at the top. Um, the Chain Rasps are just for holding objectives. The Hex Wraiths though, um, are going to be able to whip up the board and block your opponent in, stop big charges, screen really nicely. Also, he's got lots of units, so multiple charges. When you charge with Nighthorn, you debuff the enemy unit, including multiple minuses to the save, meaning that all of your attacks which don't have a lot of rend, are going to do a lot of damage. So that's that. William Carherg uh, was running Skaven. He had uh, Thanqual and he obviously had the Bringy Dingy or Lacquan the Soul Seeker, which is an endless spell that you can get. The endless spell, which hasn't ever been FAQ'd, lets you move afterwards. So Thanqual and this endless spell have become kind of like best friends, uh, where they Thanqual goes up the board using. The, and the spell. Then you have got Slink, Skitter Shank, and the Vermin Lord Warbringer. Uh, Slink is uh, one of the Underworld Warbands, um, and he's got like a teleport. He's kind of like an assassin role, where he teleports into the enemy lines and starts fighting stuff. Very, very good. The Vermin Lord Warbringer is really useful, especially on a unit of five Plague Sensor Bearers, which do amazing damage and have fight on death, which is pretty horrible. He's then got two lots, sorry, three lots of twenty Clan Rats. Um, and then he's got two warp lightning cannons. Uh also the Vermilor Warbringer is fighty in of its own self and it's pretty fight pretty fighty. And then finally Lillan, love Lillan, shout out to Lilan, uh was running I Death Deepkin, he was running uh Iron Rack, he had Vaulty, Lotan, and then Keeling King, the slap king with the book, uh so giving him flaming weapons. And then he's got uh, sorry the book being the arcane tone which is a universal core artifact that you can take on any of your units uh sorry any of your heroes because uh, you obviously get a free artifact every turn so i shouldn't just say the book <laughs> the book with the fire sword uh, is what's actually going on then he's got three lots uh two lots of three eachling guard who are the defensive eels um so they kind of get to ignore rend then two lots of the fighty eels so six uh uh, Morsar Guard and 3 Morsar Guard, and then 10 Thralls and 2 Lots of 5 True Revenants, which can give you some early game teleporting, uh, especially to char- um, to score barge to enemy lines. and you do it with 2 Galician Veterans, then you score those bonus points. So that's everything coming out of Sweden. Uh, if you ever get the chance to go over there and play in any of the Swedish events, I do encourage you to do so. One of my favorite places to play war. Wow, I'm a super dude, great dudes. So. Uh, The next event I'm going to talk about is uh, the team event, Brotherhood, which happened here in the UK. 22 teams of six players played uh, in Wales, in Cardiff, in Firestorm War Games, which is a great, Firestorm Games is a great war gaming venue. Um, uh, Loads of uh, top competitors there, including members of Team England, members of Team Wales, uh, the Bad Moon Loons, uh, Team Lit, uh, and also Team Lit also won Best Sports, which is awesome. Uh, And also the Games Workshop Age of Sigmar development team. Uh, So you had the people responsible for MetaWatch. You have the people responsible for the whole books and and box department for Games Workshop themselves, uh, which is fun. You had Eric playing. I absolutely love Eric. Super nice guy playing for Eye Blasters. Um, So some super cool dudes. Uh, Well, no. Eric's a super cool dude. Let's be specific. Um, So that was really fun. So it was really nice of Games Workshop to get themselves out there as a team and play in amongst with all of the other tournament players. However, the event was won uh, by I actually don't know what their team name was, but it was an international cadre um, of players. So you got Luke, uh, Andy, Chris, Ollie, um, Philip playing in the team. uh, a Wargamer Online International. That's their name. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, you had uh, players from Germany. So, it's an international team. You had players from Germany, Russia, um, Wales, Sweden. And then their captain was Team Scotland's JP Gallis. Thank you. J.P. Gattis. Um Yes, Toby from Germany. There's Toby. I love Toby lots. I saw Toby just last year. He had a beautifully painted uh, Legion of the First Prince Army. He's a wonderful human being. Um, anyway, the Goldfish Wargamer. Whatever. Um, that is... <laughs> J.P. will be fine with that. Anyway, so congratulations to them. It's fun. It must have been fun putting an international team together to do well at the event. I'm not going to uh, go through all of the list because a there from an edition that in my opinion now is out of date um also team comp is incredibly complicated you have to do like a whole deep dive on it and then the number of people um number of people that give a fuck about that is probably like close to zero uh however however maybe that's something i'll do at another point later in the week uh but right now with new ghb on the horizon there's so much new stuff to talk about what the game is going to look like in the future then i'm far more interested in that at the moment so yeah the final event we'll talk about is the Polish Team Championships. Now, you had like some famous people, even like Ronja from Sweden, travel over to be part of the Team Championships. Um, it looked like it was organized by Adam Uhl. I've definitely said that wrong, but this is over, obviously, in Poland. Um, and it looked like it was a really good event. I think he is part of the Matisov Wargaming Club. Um, so if you'd like to go check that out I'll try and include some links in the chat um, but it, like it was a really busy event uh, lots of people playing uh, at the event I think there was I think there was like 30 teams there well, I can't remember what the number was uh, but it wasn't in there uh, but lots of people playing so it's another large team event that was happening this weekend um, Um, and hopefully I'll get some more information on that soon. But similar sort of situation. Congratulations to the winners. And there we go. Right, Okay. Uh, Agency Mars Stat Center and kind of our wrap up. There isn't really a wrap up because the meta is going to change significantly in the next couple of months. Number one, we have massive point changes across the game system. Um, which are coming up in the Battle Scroll update. The game changes, mainly because Bounty Hunters goes away, but also because the new battle plans, new mission packs, and a bunch of other stuff, which is going to be very, very interesting to see how that ends up uh, settling over the next few months. So the stat centre for the next few weeks will be a bit ropey because we'll be transitioning into the new GHB, but I'm really looking forward forward to kind of February onwards where we end up with all of the new info, new lists, new list designs, um, new list types, all sorts of fun stuff. So really looking forward to it. it. I've had a great question in the chat. What's been my favorite list of this GHB? Oh, that is a great question. Um, that is going to be something I, I'm going to have to think on I'll try and make a video about my favourite list from this GHB um, maybe I'll even do like a top 5 favourite list from this GHB because be, that's a really great question thanks to Chris in the chat uh, so look out for that video coming soon um, uh, and yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed the Sat centre, um, if you'd like to support the show please do, we have a Patreon or you could just join us live on Twitch, any of those ways are great ways of supporting the show, same as like uh, sharing it with your friends uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, look after yourselves and see you soon